This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not I got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome to the War Room. It's Natalie Winters filling in for Stephen K. Bannon here in the War Room on Wednesday, January 10th in the year of our Lord, 2024. And I'm sure you guys already know, you've probably heard Chris Christie is rumored to be dropping out. He should be going live momentarily. But as you know, here in the War Room, we focus on signal, not noise. And while there's certainly a lot of noise coming from Chris Christie, Today's show, we'll get into that a little bit, the implications for, of course, the forthcoming primaries, but we've got a country on fire. We've got a border that's being invaded day by day by, you know, people from the Chinese Communist Party. The Biden regime is making sure to make that easier, revising policies. So more of them, unvetted, can enter this country. You even have the Massachusetts governor now saying that Americans need to house these illegal alien invaders. Historically, I don't think that's going to end too well. Um, but before we get into all that, we have Raheem Kassam, Mike Davis, Brandon Showalter, and so many more wonderful guests joining us in this hour, which I'm sure will go by very quickly. I want to just get this Chris Christie stuff out of the way because, as I'm sure Raheem will tell us, there are some interesting ramifications uh, with the forthcoming primaries. So, Raheem, your thoughts, your reactions to what is this? I think if it's either happening right now or soon to be happening announcement from the Chris Christie campaign, which frankly, I forgot was even still a thing. Okay, firstly, don't ever get me out of the bathtub if you just want to gloss <laughs> over this news very quickly, okay? <laughs> I could do the hit from the bathtub next time. Um, no, I don't know a, if Rav a... can air that, but uh, knock yourself <laughs> out. <laughs> that is bonus land content only, actually. Yeah, that's for Pulse Plus subscribers only. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look, this is this is actually a very big deal. As much as I hate to say that, as much as I hate to give Chris Christie any relevance, you're right. A lot of people will have already forgotten that uh, he was even running in the first instance. Uh, but unfortunately, it's a big deal for this reason. <clears throat> Iowa, it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really stack up. Uh, the numbers aren't really there for, for either uh, Haley or DeSantis to, to, to uh, pull an upset out of the bag here. But especially if you find a, a weaker performance for Donald Trump in, New, in Iowa than the polls have been showing, right? Like massive numbers, 50 points ahead. You've got the weather, the inclement weather that necessarily affects older people. Older people necessarily gravitate more towards uh, Trump. At least that's what the data has been telling us in this uh, primary. Um, if you have a situation, and this could happen, ladies and gentlemen, right? You, you have to be prepared for this where the media is hyping, oh, an overperformance for Haley, maybe even an overperformance for DeSantis, given how much they've been, um, you know, uh, trying to get us used to these guys coming in at, at zero, statistically zero anyway, uh, in, in distant second, in distant third, they've been telling us. If that number, if that number closes, and then you have a situation where you go into New Hampshire, and you have Chris Christie 
Oddly, bizarrely, you might say, polling at 12% in New Hampshire. You add that to where Nikki Haley is, which is about 30%, then suddenly you're in a situation where Nikki Haley at least appears in the polls to be neck and neck with Donald Trump. That obviously has massive ramifications for the way the campaigns will have to plan uh, over the, the visits, the number of trips, the number of rallies, the number of events. Uh, it will obviously have a massive impact on campaign spending. All that money that can go uh, into the general election to beat Biden or whoever the Democrats are going to put up between now and November, they will have to rejig that and spend more money against Nikki Haley in New Hampshire. And then also you have to you have to understand what it means for Nikki Haley and her fundraising efforts amongst her big globalist donors. They will lap it up if she is hot on the heels of Donald Trump in New Hampshire. And so this is what Christie's dropping out, purported dropping out today, uh, is clearly aimed at doing. Um, and I think people need to take this very seriously. As much as, as much as I hate to take Chris Christie seriously in any way, shape or form, and, and there are some shapes and some forms, um, it is a big deal. <laughs> I always love uh, having a chance to have Raheem on the war room. It reminds me of the uh, the good old war room days, some some nostalgia back in the COVID days. And before I let you go, I have a couple more questions on the Chris Christie front, but I definitely want to get your thoughts on the, the Fauci well, testimony. I actually have, too. by the way, now you spe you're speaking of the old days. I actually have uh, a signed <laughs> Natalie Winters and Raheem Kassam National Pulse hat right here, by the way, which I just Hold found on. a box of today. <laughs> So I'm going to the next the next 30 people that sign up at, at the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room, you're getting one of these. So how about that? So I see you're already trying to come for my uh, dominance in the conservative hat market, but that's OK. That, that, <laughs> that, that aside, she's so right. Taco. No, um, that aside, I, I'm curious, you know, you, you talk about what's going on specifically on the Republican side of the aisle, right, to, to tank the Trump campaign, to tank. President Donald J. Trump. And it is, is very similar to what's going on on the other side of the aisle, right? The lawfare, right? Taking Trump just out of Iowa, out of these states, right? Lawfare is also just draining him of time and financial resources. So do you right. think that this Chris Christie move is something that is being pushed by sort of that big donor class? They don't care if it's Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, or Chris Christie, right? They just want someone, anyone, to be able to have the optics that they have a chance to beat Trump. In other words, you know, how calculated is this down to the timing? And, and are you really serious that you think come New Hampshire, that you think that all of these Chris Christie alleged voters are going to switch to Nikki Haley and you think you're going to see an actual competition with Trump? Look, uh, I'm just speculating on what the worst case scenario is here, because you have to be ready for all the all the uh, different perturbations that may occur. But let's say it's only 10 percent uh, the, the, of of, of Christie's 12 that go over to Haley. Well, that still puts her within touching distance of the leader in New Hampshire there, and you just can't afford to give that momentum away. This, you're, you're absolutely right in what in in in, in you know how you are uh, kind of narrowing this down to that one particular class of of donor, that globalist, you know, CCP friendly, uh, you know, quote unquote Republican. Uh, donor class that has been propping Haley up, that tried to prop DeSantis up, that failed for obvious reasons. I'll do that, obvious reasons. Then then they went over to Haley and they've actually found some success with Haley, right? And so again, if Iowa, if the weather has that impact, if Haley pulls something out of the bag, you know, has a decent second place showing, she goes on, raises more money from those same people, from that same class of people, and then can show, hey, I'm taking 
80-85% of Chris Christie's vote going into New Hampshire. That is a very different situation than the situation that we were in a month ago. It is an extremely different situation from the situation uh, that Donald Trump was in two months ago. And so, the, the you know, not to set a panic about anybody, but, you know, you always have to check your floor, always have to check your rear. And right now, Nikki Haley, with the never-Trump vote of Chris Christie and the globalist donors... Uh, in the you know who still count themselves somehow as as Republicans, um, she is coming up the rear pretty quickly. Now I know you were I think it was back the days when I was at the National Pulse too, but we were sort of ahead of the curve on you know the Transition Integrity Project, all of these other I would say first derivation of lawfare against the Trump campaign. Right, I don't think twenty twenty four is the first year we're seeing lawfare aimed at taking out. President Trump, and I know you've been on the show kind of sounding the alarms that I don't think our side is doing enough to prevent not just the voter fraud in the illegal sense, but also the the legalized voter fraud, right? Like the mass mail-in balloting, the universal mail-in balloting before we pivot to the Fauci stuff, which of course runs in with lying the pretext for mass mail-in balloting, that being pandemics and COVID-19, of course. Where do you think we stand on that front? Do you think that, you know, since you, you you've been on come the new year, do you think we've really been working on that front hard enough? Or where do you think we need to sort of pick up the slack specifically on the election integrity front? Yeah. And by the way, I'm I'm waiting for the She's So Right uh, free from the Fauci ouchie collection. I'm waiting <laughs> for the Pure Blood collection. Um, so, you know, there's, there's so, so many avenues uh, to pursue for you there. Um, look, there's no, no no coincidences, right? To to take another uh, line from your from one of your collections, and uh, everything we're seeing, everything we saw, you know, during COVID, we're seeing again. We're we're seeing the panic mongering. We're seeing the fear mongering in the United Kingdom. There's a big argument today about bringing mask mandates back and so on and so forth. Um, <clears throat> and at the same time, listen, I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill right now, and I know full well that this show is being broadcast. Uh, live in many congressional offices, um, many Senate offices, many think tank offices on Capitol Hill, and probably in a couple of rooms, albeit, you know, quietly hushed under the table uh, at the RNC. And I have this to say to them, you've done nothing. You've done absolutely bugger all, and we know it. And we know it because uh, there there are cases that the RNC has backed, which actually will hurt Republicans at this next election, let alone them having not touched anything at all. So so my warning is not just simply that no progress has been made on these issues, but actually in some senses, it, it appears that we're going backwards. Um, that is a very critical part of what's going to happen in November. They've already signaled it. You look at what's taking place around the world today. You look at what happened in Poland overnight with the arrest of those members of parliament in the presidential palace. The establishment isn't messing around. They're not playing games. Uh, they they just about got away with it in 2020. They're going to have six, seven, eight different mechanisms to pull off a steal in November. It is heinous, and you're right to bring it up. I'm just curious. I, I want to stay or hold you th- through the block if I can. But just a, f- a few minutes, come a, a potential, you know, Trump third, second term, whatever you want to classify it as. Do you think that the people who have been on the, you know, Chris Christie train, the all two and a half of them, um, but even the people who kind of defected and joined the DeSantis camp uh, or gone the Nikki Haley route, do you think, and again, just from your perspective, I know you, you recently interviewed uh, the former president, but do you think that those types, in other words, do you think is President Trump is going to make that, that same mistake again 
on the personnel front in terms of hiring the sort of RNC ilk, the more establishment Republican uh, class of personnel? Or do you think he's really learned his lesson? Um, and do you think that the people who have joined these alternative campaigns are not going to be welcomed back? I'm just curious your thoughts. Yeah, how long do I have? <laughs> because that will <laughs> that will shape my answer. Talk talk through the break, and you can finish it because I think the audience is probably curious to hear your your response. Yeah, I um I, I I actually reject the premise of the question in the sense that it was a mistake. Um, I think what you had going into um, January uh, of 2017 was an RNC which was reluctantly being dragged into a Trump administration. I think you had. A, a family of, of the president himself, which had a lot to do with his campaign victory. And then you had, you know, the America First and Margaret Stallworths, like the Stephen K. Bannons of the world. And you had to unite those people somehow. And one of those things, one of those compromises was personnel. Um, unfortunately, obviously, the personnel issues kept coming up. But at the same time, uh, you didn't really have anywhere else to go in terms of people who knew how the operation worked, people who knew how the apparatus worked, people who had the black books, people who had, uh, you, know, you know, all of these things. It's called institutional knowledge. And the institutional knowledge, unfortunately, was not necessarily on the America First MAGA side. That is necessarily changed at this point because you have had uh, populist nationalists uh, being brought up into Washington, D.C. They now have that institutional knowledge. They've amassed it the last four or five years. They understand all of this. And I have to say, you know, as much as I like to, to dump on some of these think tanks, that you know, the Heritage Foundation, their Project 2025, um, is is actually a very good uh, way of looking at this. I just actually finished reading through one of their personal policy uh, reports uh, just two days ago. And it's, and it's very well thought through. It's very interesting. So uh, in as much as a mistake was ever made, yeah, I think I don't think those are going to be the same problems that you face uh, next time around. Okay, I'm going to hold you through the break because, like I said, I want to get your thoughts on on Fauci because I know you were so kind back in my in my late teenage years to let me write about him for your website, <laughs> the National Pulse. Um, but Warren Posse, if you want actual knowledge too and the ability to really, I think, put your financial future in your own hands, you got to go to Birchgold dot com slash Bannon to get the latest installment of the end of the dollar empire. You know, we always talk about de-dollarization here in the war room. Steve just had that wonderful author on yesterday going in depth. And, you know, they want to start seizing assets and giving it to the Ukrainian government, which as, hey, even Nobel Prize winning economists agree with the war room. It's only going to lead us down further in the path of de-dollarization, which I'm sure will only benefit the American ruling class here, which is why they're pushing it. So virtual.com slash Bannon. But we got Raheem Kassam, Mike Davis. We're on top of all the breaking news. We'll be right back after this break. And Hunter Biden, they just voted to hold him in contempt. We'll discuss that and more. We'll be right back. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert 
an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back to the War Room. You guys know we focus a lot on the lawfare, not just against President Donald J. Trump, but the entire MAGA movement. Believe me, there is no shortage of it. I'm sure the Chinese Communist Party is envious of all of the lawfare being waged by the Biden regime against President Trump. Um, but like I think we always say in the War Room here, the lawfare didn't just start in 2024 or 2023. I think you could argue 2016 was the first stolen election, but 2020, they obviously used covid as a predicate to institute what I think is legal election fraud and otherwise, in other words, the you know Zuckerberg funded ballot drop boxes and using the universal mail and voting to have something that was the 2020 election that resembled, frankly, no other election that we've ever had in this country. But I think it was all by design. And of course, Raheem Kassam over at the National Pulse, you guys have always done such a wonderful job of chronicling how they've been trying to I would say they're the ones guilty of democracy dying in darkness. I know we're not a democracy. We're, we're a republic. But you, I think, said it so brilliantly. Democracy dying in darkness was not uh, a warning. It was their playbook. Um, but I'm just curious. Fauci obviously had his two seven-hour uh, you know, behind-closed-doors depositions. It seems that the only thing he could say is, I don't remember. He pled the fifth uh, several times, over 100 It'll be interesting to see how he can manage to still write his book, despite not remembering so much. Um, I'm just curious your thoughts on sort of the outcome of that deposition, where you think it'll lead, um, and how you think Congress needs to charge ahead to get accountability on uh, on the nation's favorite uh, infectious disease doctor. Yeah, throwing me the um, throwing me the question of of you know what will what will Republicans in power do with their enemies gloating in their faces is always a very frustrating one because you know the the answer that I suppose everybody at home is is shouting at their screens already is nothing right nothing will be done um, nothing will happen to this man he is a he is a piece of uh, furniture in Washington DC as far as the political establishment is concerned he is still lauded at cocktail parties they are still held in his honor he has portraits unveiled of him bobblehead figurines and and blankets and knitted for him and 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 you know what so um while the rest of the country and indeed the rest of the world is looking at this diminutive figure as as just this kind of um machiavellian um villainous cretin um unfortunately here in washington dc he is still the toast of the town um so i don't suppose that all that much will happen to him barring a little bit of negative publicity that he'll get from the national pulse and gateway pundit and maybe the dailymail.com um, but at the same time, uh, it gives us avenues of pursuit in terms of further inquiry. So you and I obviously did a lot of that uh, going back a few years ago with Peter Daszak and uh, their whole operation, the Echo Health Alliance, so on and so forth. I suspect that you'll start to get the, the, the legislators, the lawmakers on Capitol Hill start to pull at some of those threads uh, you know, that we tried to hand to them uh, to pull out several years ago. Uh, at that level, you may see some um, 
action, I suppose, if, if you can call it that. You may see a ban on Echo Health ever being given a government contract again. I don't suppose you'll see uh, any jail time for these people. Um, but, but the reality is this, you know, Anthony Fauci goes up there today, doesn't have to do it in public, can, can um, you know, wax vague all he likes in private and understand that in reality, uh, there are no real repercussions for him. Raheem, thank you so much for joining us, for uh, for bailing me out when we were short notice on on a guest, but I very much appreciate it. So if people want, to, you're trying to come for my hats, but that's okay. People can choose. Coming for your hats, baby. Uh, <laughs> although I don't understand how I'm competing against a hat that I signed <laughs> that has my signature on it. <laughs> but anyway, if people, if <laughs> you'll be hearing from my lawyers. No, um, if people want to get the site, sign up for anything like that, where can they go to do all that? It's the nationalpulse.com forward slash worm. And I have to say, your signature, your autograph is so in demand that since I announced that the annual signups uh, would get one of these hats, I've already gone through two thirds of these hats. So the nationalpulse.com <laughs> forward slash worm is where you go to do it. Um, and we appreciate everybody who supports us. Um, we are real news and, um, and when we, we remain unafraid. I always say, if you're if you're a fan of mine, if you know who I am, you you are in way too deep. But uh, I'm glad people, for your sake, I'm glad people want the hat. <laughs> Thank you for you joining. You should sign us. some of your stuff. Maybe I don't know. I like the aesthetic, you know. But anyways, Raheem, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. Warren Posse, I will say, well, on the topic of hats, I did create some uh, no conspiracies, but no coincidences and signal not noise and action, action, action bumper stickers on my newly launched USA Made Lifestyle brand, she's so right.co. So if you want to rep anything like War Room and style, you can go there, check it out. They're, of course, all made in the United States. Someone else who is a fighter, though, I think you don't have a merch line, so maybe you got to add one. I could see some Mike Davis T-shirts maybe looking good, um, or I don't know, some maybe supplements, some protein powder. No, uh, <laughs> is Mike, Mike Davis, of course, a good friend of the show. Now, I want to get your thoughts on the latest with Fanny Willis, but before I get your thoughts, I just want the audience to know there's some very interesting, I think, news that's coming out today. One is that Fannie Willis visited the White House February 28th, 2023. Her lead prosecutor actually invoiced the Biden White House for prosecuting Donald Trump. Part of those meetings, they, they obtained the, the invoices, and she actually put White House, like the Biden White House, on, on the line item is what uh, he was invo invoicing for. I mean, if there's any doubt in your mind that this is all collusion, I know they say we're guilty of foreign collusion, but it's very clear that they are the ones who are actually guilty of colluding. I know we have MTG calling for a, a criminal investigation, I, I believe, into Fannie Willis and sort of the shadiness of hiring her lover or something like that. Um, but walk us through the latest on that front, and then I'd love to get your thoughts on Chris Christie. Cheers to Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. She filed a criminal referral with Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and Do Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr telling them, asking them to open a criminal investigation on Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis is the Fulton County DA in Georgia who is running this illegal lawfare and election interference against President Trump. It's part of the Democrats pattern with Jack Smith and Alvin Bragg and Fannie Willis and Tish James and all these other radical Democrat goofballs. And MTG 
filed this uh, criminal referral today uh, citing Trump co-defendant Mike Roman's 127-page motion to dismiss. And uh, MTG said that Fannie Willis illegally hired her boyfriend. Her boyfriend received over $600,000 in, uh, in Fulton County funds. And then her boyfriend took Fannie on these lavish trips around the country and, and, and around the world. And so this is obviously illegal. You also have Fannie's alleged boyfriend uh, billing multitudes of eight-hour block billing with these vague descriptions. But one day he voted, he, he, he invoiced all 24 hours of that day. He billed every second of a day for one day. Um, and, and, and two of his bills, you see, like you said, Natalie, he billed the Fulton County DA's office for his meetings with the Biden White House staff, including the White House counsel, before Fannie Willis's indictment of President Trump. And as M MTG points out, that clearly shows that Fannie Willis was colluding with President Biden and his team to bring the, these bogus charges, to bring this lawfare and election interference. And so MTG goes through and cites all of these criminal statutes in Georgia under which Fannie Willis and her boyfriend can be charged, including a violation of public oath, improper influence of a government official, bribery, criminal conspiracy, conspiracy to defraud governments, racketeering, which Fannie loves to bring against her political enemies, false statements and concealment. There's also the Fulton County gift ban that they allegedly violated. This Fannie Willis and her boyfriend are not going to be able to stay on this case. They're going to get kicked off this case, I presume. They're going to uh, face uh, disbarment proceedings with the Georgia bar, and they could face criminal prosecution if Governor Brian Kemp and uh, 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 Attorney General Chris Carr actually do their job under Georgia statute and open an investigation on this corrupt uh, Fulton County District Attorney. It's all it's all projection. I mean, my my takeaway when you say that is the people who are accusing Trump and prosecuting him, not just accusing, for crimes he didn't even commit are the ones actually committing crimes and they're probably going to get away with it unless we can actually bring some accountability. But I mean, I know this is a, is a dumb, naive question, but how is this possible? How are we at this point? I mean, I'm sure the audience is screaming at the television right now. H how do you think she's going to be able to get away with it? Do you think Congress is actually going to move on this? What do you think is going to kind of looking downrange? What do you think is going to happen with, specifically with the Fannie Willis uh, prosecution of Trump disregarding the three, four five others? Well, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene put the ball squarely in Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr's courts. It is up to them now. They have the authority under Georgia statute to order an investigation into what this corrupt Fulton County DA, Fannie Willis, and her boyfriend, who she appointed as her special prosecutor, to take out Trump are doing. They are enriching themselves with this prosecution of President Trump. This boyfriend is billing at $250 an hour for this prosecution of President Trump. So it is in Fannie Willis's interest that they indict 19 co-defendants that they did, that they bring these bogus legal theories like racketeering, which they did, that they drag this out as long as they can because 
every second this boyfriend Bills, Fannie Willis, gets to go on another international trip. What is it with the left and hiring either boyfriends or I guess in the case of Hunter Biden, they always seem to get these cushy gigs where they get paid. Although I guess in this case, at least the boyfriend's actually doing the legal work because they're prosecuting Donald Trump. I don't know what a, what Hunter Biden was doing. I don't know if he'd be capable of, of carrying that up. Mike, if you'll hang with us through the break, we got a hot mic tape of Chris Christie to play. I don't know if that's really enticing you guys to stay through the commercial break. We'll open the next block with that. So we'll be right back. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. People don't want to hear it, Wayne. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear it. We know we're right, but they don't want to hear it. Right. And, and there's, you know, we couldn't have been any clearer. Right. We couldn't have been any more, any more direct or worked any harder. So, yeah. and you know. forget she spent $68 million. Yeah. I mean, well, oh. like well, when you get planned to China and places like that. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, she spent $68 million so far, just on TV. Um, spent yeah. $68 million so far, $59 million by DeSantis, and we spent twelve. Yeah. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's going to get smoked, and you and I both know it. She's not up to this. she hasn't even been. And she's still 20 points behind Trump in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And he's going to—he's still going to carry out, right? Yes. Always. I—I you know, I talked to DeS DeSantis. Called me, petrified that I would. He's probably getting out of after Iowa. Well. Welcome back to the War Room. I told you it was worth staying through the break to hear that. And I think for the first time ever in War Room history, we're actually going to bring a guest back, Raheem Kassam, who's just clamoring to come back onto the War Room. So we're going to have Raheem and Mike break that down. Mike Davis, I will start with you, your thoughts on that tape. And then 
I won't say we'll save the best for last. We'll adjudicate. We'll see who gives a better take, but we will maybe save the best for last. (laughs) Chris Christie is such a slob and an embarrassment. He just needs to get the hell out of this race. He just, he is the, he's the candidate who epitomizes anger and Trump derangement. And it's just pathetic. Pack up your bags, Chris Christie, go home. Kassam, your thoughts? (laughs) Well, it kind of negates everything I said at the beginning of this show. So forget all of that. (laughs) (laughs) And here's why. Oh, no. I'm going to lose my job. Okay. (laughs) Here's why. Here's why. At the beginning of the show, I said, okay, Chris Christie is going to, you know, look to endorse Nikki Haley in New Hampshire, send his votes over to them, and, and, and try and run Donald Trump neck and neck in New Hampshire. Now we have an audio clip that Donald Trump and his campaign can play at any given point where Chris Christie says, you know, I'm throwing my lot in with Nikki Haley. You should vote with her over over Donald Trump in New Hampshire. And that is what you just heard. He said she's going to get smoked. She said he said she's not up to the task. And even if he went the other way and tried to endorse DeSantis, he just called Ron DeSantis petrified on that same hot mic. Here's is the most beautiful part of all of this. It could only happen to Chris Christie. Something as stupid and basic as this, as not running your mouth before you're about to get up on stage when your mic may be hot, as he's on stage right now, by the way, it could only happen to Chris Christie. Raheem, thank you again for joining us. We just can't get rid of you. You're you're hacking into rap and, <laughs> and giving us your, or you know maybe you're responsible for that uh that that hot mic. It was a National Pulse exclusive. Hey, you never know. You have you have a lot of great writers, so I hear. I'll claim um, it. I'll NationalPulse, All the same stuff. Anything else? NationalPulse.com/slash war room. Thanks, guys. You haven't changed the domain since you were last on. I'm I'm glad to hear it, Raheem. Thank you for joining us again. Now, back to Mike Davis. Sorry to uh, to steal your thunder, which, by the way, just someone just tweeted at me saying they, they would buy a T-shirt with your face on it. So I'm just saying, you never know. Um, but, but Mike, looking kind of downrange um, with, with the lawfare stuff, um, going into to the, to the primaries, right? What do you think is going to unfold with all of these various, these looming cases? Do you think that House Republicans are going to be able to get their act together before all of this stuff starts actually taking place, the voting starts happening, to make sure that it stops impeding President Trump on the campaign trail? Or do you think at this point it's sort of too far gone, but if if that is the case, can we rectify it by the general? I would say this, on the person who wants my face on a T-shirt, I have a face for radio, and if you need (laughs) to scare off rats... Call the the exterminator and not buy a T-shirt of Mike Davis, right? So that's number one. And number two on this lawfare, it's exactly what you and Steve and I have been talking about since the Mar-a-Lago raid 17 months ago. This is only going to help President Trump. These indictments, these impeachments, these illegal gag orders, these legal Hail Hail Marys where they're trying to take Trump off the ballot, this this non-fraud lawsuit to try to bankrupt him in New York. This is all backfiring. The American people resent the fact that these Democrat prosecutors and Democrat judges and Democrat juries and Democrat hellholes like D.C., New York and Atlanta think that they get to decide the next presidential election instead of the American people. This really taps into that populist 
anger that people are, are resentful that these coastal elite think they get to pick the election. So it's backfiring. I hope President Trump sits in a courtroom every day between now and November 5th, 2024. I hope they turn him in to Nelson Mandela because he's going to get put back into the White House. Mike Davis, as always, thank you so much for joining us here in the war room. If people want to follow you, maybe you should put an Article Three logo project logo on the T-shirt instead of your face. That's some. Uh, I won't bill you for that advice, but uh, if people want to follow you, get everything for you guys. Where can they go to do all that? And I'd say this, Natalie, if you're looking for a lawyer to sue Raheem, I'm your man. We can do it right now. Um, but anyway, it's on Article air. Article3project.org, article3project.org. Donate there. Get ready. As I've been uh, previewing to, to Steve, we're getting ready to launch a new uh, new website with an action page, which will be great. Uh, on Get Our Twitter Truth, we're at, at Article3project, uh, at Article3project. And my personal is at MRD. D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-N. Thank you, Natalie. My only critique is that it should be the uh, action, action, action page. But other than that, we're always glad to have you here in the room. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. Another person who is always focused on the action, action, action side of things is, of course, Brandon Showalter, who wants to come on to discuss a very important news cycle that should not be eclipsed quite literally, by Chris Christie, but that is that the Ohio House of Representatives have overridden a veto uh, on the hands of Governor Jim DeWine, um, taking away or, or rather stripping uh, protections for women's and men's sports. I always get confused because they've done so much mental vocabulary diction jargon with what a man and woman is in banning sex changes, all that jazz. So if you want to walk us through, maybe start from the beginning with HB 68, what that is, why this rhino vetoed it, but how we rectified the situation. Well, yes, Natalie, and thank you for having me. Uh, yes, Governor Mike DeWine did veto the bill back on December 29th, and he had had it on his desk since, I believe, the 18th of December. And I suspected then that he was kicking the can and was trying to delay and delay. Um, had he not... Um, had he not vetoed it and let it, he could have just let it come to law, into law without even, a, without even signing it. But I figured he was going to veto. Well, today, the Ohio House of Representatives, in the most votes that the bill has ever received, final vote was 65 to 28. They overrode his veto. And then on January 24th, the Ohio Senate will likely take this up uh, to consider overriding the veto as well. If indeed that happens, Ohio will be the, depending on which one you count, I think the 21st or 22nd state to prohibit the transing of children medically, uh, chemically, and surgically. Uh, there are various kinds of bills that have been passed throughout the South and Midwest. Some are stronger than others. Uh, there's also a bill right now being considered in New Hampshire, which is the narrow, the most narrow one yet where it just bans the genital surgeries. But it's a big day in Ohio because it's a bellwether state, uh, a swing state. It's leaned red in recent years, but it's, it's still very much a bellwether state. Um, and Governor Mike DeWine does go back, according to my sources, 25 years with hospital executives and has received money from hospitals. And so that was probably why we suspect, we suspect other reasons too, why he ultimately vetoed it. But it appears that the Republicans in Ohio under the leadership of Representative Gary Click are not having it. And I thought he summed it up well today when he said, we have to choose evidence over emotions and science over slogans, uh, unquote. And indeed, there are no long-term studies to show that the evidence is any good. 
to treat gender confusion in children with blockers, puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones or a disfiguring surgery. Along with that, uh, Representative Gina Powell, her bill to prohibit men and women's sports, that was also part of that same legislative package. Uh, that is now, that was companion with the, the bill to ban sex changes of kids. Uh, so it's a big day in Ohio. I'm just curious before I let you go, and I realized I called him Jim DeWine, but I put him in the uh, category of Republicans that you never really hear about until they do something either really good or really bad. And if they're rhinos, it's usually bad. So for, forgive me for uh, not misgendering, yes. but <laughs> mis misnaming him. Um, but I'm, I'm just curious, you know, in your opinion, why do you think these Republicans are so weak? on this gender stuff? Do you think it's because they're captured by big pharma? Is it this, you know, they're scared of the mainstream media coming after them? What do you think is the impetus behind this, uh, you know, lack of a backbone on something so basic, fundamental, and, and rooted just in objective truth? I'll tell you, it has been the most uh, disorienting thing. Uh, as a, you know, conservative-leaning guy myself, uh, I've watched the Republican party deferred to their corporate interests. And this has happened. Asa Hutchinson, as you probably remember back in 2021, did the same thing and they had to override his veto there. That was the first bill that was ever passed. Uh, and Democrat John Bell Edwards in Louisiana also vetoed it. And you would think that maybe even, you know, he's got some socially conservative impulses down in Louisiana. He's you know, promoted pro-life legislation, other things. You might have thought that he would be potentially sympathetic, but no. Uh, these Republicans, I think it's a combination of factors, likely pharma money, medical industrial complex money, or perhaps, we don't, I don't have any firsthand evidence of this, but I would imagine that there's relatives or good friends that have so-called trans kids. And so there's this kind of emotional manipulation that goes on. I think it's craven cowardice. I have spoken with state level Republican legislators who have said to me, and I agree, that they think that the Republicans who pull this nonsense are actually worse than the Democrats who at least you know where they stand. Republicans that do this two-faced thing and they, they, they're not going to protect children from being chemically castrated or surgically maimed. I legitimately don't get it. Uh, it it's just, it's, I don't know. It's possibly that they're also scared of the mainstream media too, but it, it's, it's really bizarre to me and it shows what a grip that this movement has on the minds of people, even people you might expect would be for you uh, to, to protect children of all things. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us. If people want to read your work, stay up to date with everything you're working on, where can they go to do all that? Well, of course, our, our all of our print reporting, I've, myself and great colleagues are doing reporting at christianpost.com. Uh, I've Currently in the midst of a new season of Generation Indoctrination Inside the Transgender Battle. It's the Christian Post's documentary-style podcast on this issue. I've got a new episode dropping on Friday in which we talk to the parents who have been pushing back, some of whom have suffered great losses, and that can't be emphasized enough because this movement is tearing families to shreds. And of course, I would also urge everyone to go to deadnamedocumentary.com. I was honored to be a part of that indie film please go see that film because it profiles three families that have been upended and shattered by this. And it's a very humanizing, intimate portrait glimpse of what this is really like. And I honestly believe, Natalie, that that's going to be the next phase of the fallout as we see detransitioners come forward and talk about how their bodies were permanently altered and the health consequences that these drugs and surgeries have done to them. The suffering of moms and dads and siblings and grandparents and families is going to be, I think, a big theme for 2024 and for the next several years. So go to deadnamedocumentary.com and give that a watch. Thank you so much for joining us, Brandon. And to all these establishment rhinos who are scared of what the mainstream media is going to say about them, we're lucky, right? 
that we can look back and say socialism and communism didn't work, that those ideologies have proven and failed. But we need to be able to say the same thing about not just transgenderism, but globalism and all of these new isms that the far left radicals hosted up at the UN, the WEFs of the world, are pushing on us right now. And if we don't speak out, which I know you guys, the War Room Posse, are so good at doing, using your voice, if we don't speak out about that, we're not even going to have the chance to warn our children and grandchildren about the evils of them because we'll be silenced and repressed and probably thrown in some form of a gulag because, hey, the Chinese Communist Party is doing it. And we know it wasn't us that changed China. It's China that is changing the United States. Just look at the lawfare. We'll be right back. Jim Hoff after the break. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider standing behind their service and their values as a company. They are an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. And it's why I am proud and the War Room Posse is proud to partner with them. For Black Friday, Patriot Mobile wants to give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. And repeat that, without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and much more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, and for a limited time, get a smartphone for free. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. That's FRIDAY76. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, we're talking about a free smartphone. Offers eligible only with the Black Friday promo code FRIDAY76. This is a limited-time offer. Join me. Make that switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Promo code FRIDAY76. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back to the War Room. We got Jim Hoff joining us to break down a really new bombshell story for evidence-based, fact-based reporting over at the Gateway Pundit that has to do with election fraud. But real quick, I see you put him up, but we got to go to Mike Lindell. Real quick, I apologize, Jim. Um, but Mike, if you want to hit us with the latest at the MyPillow factories, the promo codes that you have for the War Room policy, I see you got one right there. Yeah. Yeah, we've got what well, we've got. We kept going with all the snow and the storms we've had. We've got the flannel sheets. We put them back on sale, everybody. Uh, the Christmas special. There's low as $29.98 a set. They're the best flannel sheets you'll ever use. Uh, this I got one right here with the uh, uh, on the My Pillow 2.0. So you guys use that promo code War Room. We have all the all the specials on there. There's the flannel sheets right there with the free shipping on your entire order. All the colors, sizes, with this exclusive here War Room special, 800-873-1062. All the operators standing by. But remember, your whole order ships for free. On the website, we've got our beds and our big ticket items, the, the MyPillow mattress toppers. 
those you guys get take advantage of that free shipping and get them now. I don't know. Can we pull up the website? They, there it is, right there, everybody. There they are. The mattresses, 100% made in the USA. We reverse engineered the best mattress you'll ever sleep on. There's the my slippers on sale. All of these, uh, all this stuff. Your entire order ships for free. These, uh, you guys have responded so much and helped my pillow out so much. I'm on the road. I'm flying around now. We're trying to secure our election secure, and we will get there. And uh, so I just want to thank you all, Natalie, and thanks for having me on. You guys, uh, call the number. Call my operator standing by. Thanks for all your support. And uh, um, the, uh, we, are, we are winning, everybody, and we're going to get there. Keep the faith. Thank you so much for joining us, Mike. You have a good one. Yep, thank you. Now, the Gateway Pundit, you guys are always ahead of the curve, breaking the stories that the mainstream media doesn't want you to hear. I understand you guys have a news story up that has to do with these shady voter registrations going on in the swing states. If you want to let the posse know about that, I'm sure they want to be up to date so they can figure out how we rectify this situation. Thanks, Natalie. It's good to be with you. Um, yeah, we put up an update today on the GBI strategies election uh, fraud scandal. It's actually a ballot registration fraud. Um, we did this now because over the weekend, the Washington Post put a hit piece on Gateway Pundit. Um, a, a, a writer called Sarah Ellison wrote, wrote this article and slammed us for our earlier reporting on GBI strategies. Now, um, what's interesting is all of our reporting on GBI strategies came from uh, specifically from a police report that was brought to our attention three years after the fact. Um, back in 2020, uh, there were thousands of uh, fraudulent ballot registrations turned into the community of Muskegon, Michigan. And the clerk there caught them because uh, the, the, this group, GBI Strategies, brought in from eight to 10,000 registrations in a community that has 30,000 eligible voters. So that would definitely be a red flag if you're a city clerk there. So she reported on this. She called the police. They came in and um, they said that they threw out thousands of these fraudulent registrations. So that um, that was back in 2020. Um, an investigation started. Uh, they, they checked the GBI strategies uh, offices, which were across the state. They actually went and raided the office. Um, and there was a report written out. Uh, the attorney general was notified and was involved. That's Dana Nessel. Um, they called the FBI and listened to this, Natalie. Um, the FBI came in to do an investigation and nothing was ever heard of it again. This was back in 2020. So isn't that interesting? Now, um, the, the reporting we put up, we also had a whistleblower who contacted us. And they came to us with a private Facebook group that all of these different clerks from Michigan were involved in a, in a private Facebook group. And what they, what they told each other, and we had the screen grabs of this Facebook group. I don't know if it's still up. I'm sure it's probably was taken down after we exposed them. But um, they found, uh, they, they were talking to each other and these ballots were registrations, ballot registrations, let me be clear, were sent out to uh, numerous counties across the state. So uh, it wasn't just Muskegon, it was several counties across the state. Now, in the Washington Post article, they don't mention that. They just mention that these registrations were all caught and everything's fine and nothing, you know, nothing to see here, folks. Um, of course, the Washington Post, they use a, uh, this, this woman called 
Joan Donovan, who was working at Harvard, she was let go there. Um, she was a disinformation expert. We know how these people are. And this disinformation expert, Donovan, she was uh, also uh, clearly um, uh, uh, saying that before the 2020 election, she was saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. So some crackpot that they hired at Harvard um, uh, was was completely wrong on the Hunter ba ba laptop. Uh, and and then she's trying to lecture us about what's fake news and what isn't. It's it's just beyond belief what's happening in our culture today. Um, so that was the expert they used in their article. And um, uh, they also said some nonsense about Gateway Pundit getting maybe a million uh, readers a month. And actually, Natalie, we just put up today that we had 929 million page visits uh, in 2023. So it was much more than just a million a month. So it, the, the article was filled with, um, you know, half-truths and just complete disinformation. Um, so today we put up video that we have from And Jim, Michigan. we're coming up against the end of the show. So I just want you to let people know where to go to read the article, watch the video, follow you, do, do all the things. Where can they go? Great. That's gatewaypundit.com. We have several videos up. I hope your audience reads them and listens to yes, them. Yes, guys, go. Go read it. Be one of the 923 million. <laughs> right. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. And Warren right, Posse, thank, thank you for hanging with me. Joan Donovan is an interesting character. I did some reporting on her back in my National Pulse days. She's linked, you guessed it, to the Chinese Communist Party. Always seem to be behind everyone who's just hell-bent on destroying this country. It's almost like the Chinese Communist Party wants to wage war on the United States. Oh, wait, they are. And that's what we'll be talking about in the 6 p.m. show especially what's going on in Taiwan. Thank you, of course, for hanging with me. And if you guys want to shop, it's always very, very deeply appreciated on my end. She's so right.co, entirely USA-made lifestyle brand. We're taking down the CCP with cute hats, dare I say, the perfect Valentine's Day gift, and war room bumper stickers. You can go to she's so right.co to shop all of it. Follow us at shop, she's so right. But Warren Fox, we got a packed show in the 6 p.m. hour. We got Bradley Thayer, Colonel John Mills, who I'm sure will have some wonderful graphs walking through what matters in the Taiwanese election, and more importantly, how the Chinese Communist Party is using it as a trial run for the United States. Thank you so much. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers and you don't. You'll pay up plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. 
they've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit TaxNetworkUSA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Today, 100,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.